have a nice life, baby. Gordo, okay. Clap back, Gordo. Clap back. Grubby Long John's review. I can't wait to take a trip with my friends to like some old ranch. Call me gorgeous, Tudge. Tudge. <laughs> Hey Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all-around icon, Hillary Duff. Right now, I'm so excited to welcome to the show one of my friends from college, Vanessa Solis. Welcome to Duff Enough. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm super excited. Yes, so excited to have you on. And Vanessa, we were kind of just talking about how we have known each other since our college days, which weren't that long ago. But Oof. when you first met me, like, like when, when was it like, oh my goodness, yeah, this guy loves Hillary Duff? Pretty early on. And I'm so glad it was because that was something that I loved as a child. So knowing that there was another, you know, Hillary Duff uh, fanatic like me was really nice to, to get to know that about you. We watched the Lizzie McGuire movie together one time. Yes, we watched out of the friends' eyes. <laughs> that was a good night. That was an interesting night. Interesting, yes, to say the least. Yes, okay. And so we're going to be talking about five episodes of Lizzie McGuire today. But before we jump into those, I do have three questions to kind of get a sense of your Hillary fandom. So the first question, what is your favorite Hillary Duff movie? I think my favorite Hillary Duff movie was probably Raise Your Voice. Uh, that was the first time I had seen her in a more serious role, you know, in like the Lizzie McGuire movie or in Cadet Kelly. She was more, you know, just like how you would see her in Lizzie McGuire, just kind of clumsy, a clumsy teen, just trying to figure her some, some stuff out. But in Raise Your Voice, you know, first of all, I got to hear more of her singing, which that was a plus for me. And she was just more like of a serious character in that. And I was a big fan. Yes. Love Raise Your Voice. Love Raise Your Voice. Okay. Next question. What's your favorite Hilary Duff song? Come Clean. Yes. As I remember singing like Let the Rain Fall Down. Let's see. <laughs> singing that one part over and over again when I first heard that song. But I think the other one was also like... So why not? That was from the, the Lizzie McGuire movie. I loved that so much. Yes, it's so good. And my last question here, what is your favorite Lizzie McGuire episode? You know how she's always pining over Ethan Croft? I think in this episode, she finally like decides to make a move and, you know, acts all mysterious, gets his favorite drink and all that kind of stuff. But at the end, he's just kind of like, well, we just I think it's best if we're just friends. I think that's the episode's name, the Just Friends episode. That was a good episode. Kind of heartbreaking, but also a good one. You would think after like the whole like two seasons of it, you would think maybe there'd be like one little moment where her and Ethan like have a thing, but nope, it was not meant to be. Nope. Throw on some low rise jeans and toss in that butterfly hair clip. It's time for Let's Talk Lizzie. Well, the five episodes we're going to be talking about, Vanessa, 26 through 30 of season two. But starting out here, the first one is called A Gordo Story. It premiered on February 28th, 2003. And I remembered Parker McKenzie, that character. And she's in the show, like, throughout the series. She's not super important, but she's there. And I remembered that, like, her and Gordo had sort of a thing one time or something. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, like, he got rejected by her when he asked her to go to the dance. Um but I forgot about it being like about his height. And I was like, oh, poor Gordo. I completely forgot about that. And, you know, watching that back, it's like 
it was like weird to see Gordo because he's always like, you know, don't listen to what other people say. Like, forget about it. Like, you're your own person. Like, you're amazing. And then kind of just to see Gordo be a little like, oh, like a little down on himself. Like, hey, that stuff does affect everybody. And it does affect Gordo too, even though as positive as he may be, you know, for Miranda and Lizzie, you don't see that side of Gordo too often. So it was cool to right. see, but it was a little sad and hard to see as well. So the episode starts out in gym class and we see Gordo playing basketball with like Lizzie, Miranda, Ethan, mm -hmm. and Parker McKenzie is watching and uh, Ethan actually blocks Gordo's shot. And like I said, Parker McKenzie was watching this game. We immediately learned that there's a dance coming up in this episode. There's always a dance on Lizzie McGuire. They're always about to go to a middle school dance. Oh my gosh, and, every single time. Yeah, and the three amigos, Gordo, Lizzie, Miranda, they're all going together, no dates. But Parker walks in and starts flirting with Gordo. And it's like, whoa, what's going on here? And then Gordo decides he's going to ask her to the dance. Let's jump over to Matt's storyline for a bit here, because we'll get back to that in a second. But for Matt's storyline in this episode, in this episode, though, Matt is supposed to be doing a report on his ancestors, which his mom says that her family is from Poland. And then Sam says his family came from dairy farmers from Kalamazoo. And Matt's like, we're so boring. What even? Um, so Matt embellishes a little bit on his project. And he says he's related to George Washington and Davy Crockett and Elvis Presley. And it's just like, Matt, Matt, Matt. And there's something like Lanny actually had someone who was interesting. And so Lanny gets a little jealous that Matt lied on his project. So he gets upset. Yeah, I was just a flabbergasted by how far he took it. Like from yeah. Davy Crockett to Elvis. Yeah, that's a bit of a jump there. And I wrote down a note, actually, because when he gives his presentation, one of the kids is like, well, if Davy Crockett died at the Alamo, like, wouldn't that be the end <laughs> of your family line? And like, anyway. uh, Please hold your questions till the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So back over to Lizzie. So this episode is very Gordo-centric, and he's nervous about asking out Parker, but he goes for it. And she says she's sorry, but she can't. And I just remember being like, what? Like... Like as a kid, I was like, no, she she liked him, right? So, see, that was what was confusing to me too, because in that first opening scene, you think that she's over here like making googly eyes at Gordo. Mm -hmm. So then when he like had asked her, just like you said, like I was a little confused too. I was like, wait a second, you were over here complimenting him and kind of checking him out whenever he was playing. So why are you turning down this date offer? Yep. So at this point, I do not like Parker McKenzie anymore, just <laughs> And Lizzie doesn't either. Lizzie is not here for Parker now. And she says, uh, actually, animated Lizzie is like, this girl's got some splaining to do, which I love. Like, in the way that Lizzie, the way that Hillary delivered that line was great. And so I think she winds up talking to Parker. And Parker says that she turned down Gordo because he's short. And Gordo hears and, like, yeah, that was just devastating. Like, Gordo... And here's the thing, like, at that age, most girls are taller than guys, right? You know, like, yeah. that middle school time where all the girls are taller than the guys. And so it was just, yeah, it was sad. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make it any less, um, I guess, like, hurtful to Gordo. Because you could see in the episode clearly how, like, distraught or, like, you know, shocked he was. That, that was the reason why she had turned him down. He was very bummed. I wrote down a line that Miranda says after they heard that. And she's like, Parker is such a witch. And I was like, whoa. Okay, Miranda. I love Miranda. She was such a defender for her friends. So, yes. yes right on, Miranda. Right on. 
Gordo does not take this well. And so the next time we see him, he's wearing boots to make himself taller. He starts talking about statistics for the average height of 14-year-old males. And it's just, it's like, what? And we find out that Ethan and Parker are going to the dance together. I mean, poor Gordo. Like, of course, she would be like, after saying, oh, no, like he's too short, go with the tallest boy in class, Ethan Kraft. Shortly after this, we get a little sequence where Gordo is like has like shrunk down. I mean, it's kind of a little dream sequence, but it's very Honey, I Shrunk the Kids-like. And we just see Gordo being so much smaller than everyone, and he can't sit in the director chair. It's too big. And I thought that was kind of funny because we love like Gordo's aspiration to be a film director. So... So Mr. Digg is featured in this episode, and we see him playing basketball with Ethan. And then Gordo comes in, and he's asking Mr. Digg for advice about being short, because Mr. Digg is not a tall guy either. And so Mr. Digg is like, you know, there will be other Parkers. And when he himself decided it didn't matter he was short, it didn't matter to anyone else. And I don't know if it necessarily clicks with Gordo right away, which... Again, you know, we were talking about how this is a little out of character for Gordo, but... um, I mean, just, I guess, like, a human moment at that point. Yeah, a human moment, yeah. So, back to Matt's storyline, and we'll wrap that up here. He and Lanny are not talking. And I wrote down the line here where Matt's telling his parents about this, and he's like, Lanny's not talking to me. Either Sam or Joe, they're like, how can you tell? Which is great, because we know Lanny (laughs) doesn't actually talk. And his parents basically give him this message of, like, be proud of where you come from, apologize to Lanny. And then they actually forget to punish him, which I thought was great, because obviously he came clean to them about what he did during his project, and they were not happy about it. But I'm glad he saw the error of his ways and actually came clean this time instead of getting caught and did apologize to Lanny. Yep. Back to Lizzie, or back to Gordo in this case. So before the school dance, Gordo comes over to Lizzie's, and he's talking about how, you know, I'm a hypocrite, and basically just talking about how he's always preaching to them about don't care what other people think, and then here he is acting this way, and he says he just wishes he was taller. Now, you know I'm going to love this next line that I wrote down, because Lizzie says, I like who I am, but I wish I was Britney Spears. That is true. That is true. We're all Britney and Hillary fans. Yes. Yes. Rightfully so. Yes. Um, and this show actually references Britney a lot, which I love. So Gordo and Lizzie, they hug it out and it's like, you know, want to go to the dance? And he's kind of saying that jokingly because obviously they have plans to go to the dance. But she says, I don't date guys with blue eyes. Just kind of a little jab back at him. And I thought that was great. Cut to the dance. Can we talk about Ethan? Oh, his dance moves, my though. gosh. You know, all the suave and cuteness that Ethan just portrays literally went out the window when I saw those dance moves. I was like, is he OK? Like, that is just not OK. Even Parker was so shook. Miranda and Lizzie were too. I was like, oh, my gosh, sit down. I was worried he was going to hurt himself, honestly. So him and the others on the dance floor. I was like, everybody, please give him some space. He needs his room. Mm -hmm. So Parker is kind of miserable as Ethan's date. And then she comes over and apologizes to Gordo for calling him short. And I'm just like, no, girl, it's too late. It is too late. And she says Ethan is like talking to wallpaper. And she came to the dance with the wrong person. I don't know how I feel about her coming over and being this way now. No. Me personally, I was like, you know, Parker, you missed your shot. You came with Ethan. So let's, you know, go right back on with Ethan and let's let Gordo, Lizzie, and Miranda have their little date night thing here at the dance. And Gordo does clap back a little bit at her, but eventually he agrees to dance with Parker, which, you know, whatever. I will say the little line that Gordo says after Parker says, I think I came to the dance with the wrong person. And he says, well, I know I didn't. Oh, 
Yes. I was like, oh, Gordo. Okay. Clap back, Gordo. Clap back. <laughs> but he does agree to go dance with her eventually. And Miranda actually takes that opportunity to go dance with Ethan and his wild dance moves. And then we get this very great moment from Animated Lizzie. And in season two, there are just all of these hints about, like, where is Lizzie and Gordo's relationship going? And I feel like this is one of them. And Animated Lizzie says, it looks like everyone got what they wanted, so why am I not happier? She's not really sure that she likes Gordo at this point, but we know what's coming. That was, like, a nice little tenor moment, just because, like, you don't, it's not, a very known thing it's kind of like Gordo doesn't notice Miranda doesn't notice it's just kind of like a Lizzie and audience kind of thing that you see I vividly remember the last shot of this episode where Lizzie's standing there all alone like to the side of the room and I don't know that's that scene has just always stuck with me last note for this episode for me here if you're watching this on Disney Plus which we both did Vanessa They have actually changed some of the music for, like, royalty reasons and copyright reasons. But the song that's actually featured originally at the end of this episode is a song that was on the Lizzie McGuire TV show soundtrack. And it's called Have a Nice Life, Baby by Dana Dawson. And oh my goodness, this song, like, I remembered it so well. And I'll sing a little bit of it for you, Vanessa, just so you get, like, maybe you'll have a little (laughs) earworm memory. But it's like, have a nice life, baby. And like, oh, it came back to me. I was like, I loved this song back in the day because I had the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack. And that song was so good. And ugh, I wish it could have been on Disney+. Plus. I wish I had that earworm. I don't even remember that. And the fact that Disney did that, like... Oh, that messes it up because now I don't get the same feeling that you did when I was rewatching these episodes. <sighs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Well, that's all I have for a Gordo story. A nice episode. Nice to see Gordo in a different light there. And yeah, like I said, that scene at the very, very end where Hillary, well, Lizzie is standing by herself, that was just so memorable to me. I was like, oh, I remember this. And I remember feeling sad for her. It was a little tough moment to see, but you know what happens with Lizzie and Gordo, so. Oh, yeah. We know now. We know now. Now, Vanessa, the next episode is one that a lot of people who have been on the podcast so far have said is one of their favorites or their all-time favorite. And it's Grubby Long John's Old Time Review. This premiered March 14th, 2003. And this is like the Western country episode. And yeah, this is definitely a memorable one for sure. I remember this episode so well because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take a trip with my friends and my family to like some old ranch (laughs) i just remember this episode oh i'm dying at what you just said actually (laughs) and they do have places like this like this definitely exists especially like in gatlinburg like where dolly pardon like dollywood and all that so yeah at the beginning of the episode we find out that the mcguire family is going to a place called grubby gulch and lizzie is not interested at all but matt is so excited Lizzie's got to go, though. This is a family trip, and she is going to bring along Miranda and Gordo. And we see Sam wake them up at, like, 5.30 in the morning. He's like, wake up, kids, and they're all asleep in the living room. So they have a six-hour road trip ahead of them. And Lizzie calls it the annual dork trip to lame land. But they come up with this idea that they're going to actually ditch the trip. They're going to go shopping instead to a mall, which is so Lizzie, of course. And we'll get to the specifics of their plan later because things get more intense. But a song that actually did get featured in this episode is uh, Oh Susanna. And it's I Come From Alabama with a banjo on my knee. That song that plays as they're going there. When they get to this ranch place, 
we see Grubby Longjohn, and he's like, how y'all doing, y'all? Which, oh my goodness. Cringing. So I remember I cringed so bad watching it back. And like hearing him say that, I was like, oh no. I would just be putting my head down, but like, please don't even look at me. Don't look my way. Yeah. A few things that I made notes about. Matt wants to ride Mighty Thunder, but he's too big now. And Matt is literally like, what was that? Like a miniature horse or something? Yes. <laughs> Poor thing. They also go to the Lazy Eye Shootout, which is a bunch of dummies. They don't even move. It's not even an animatronic. And there are these uh, recordings of like a shootout situation. So I was like, oh, this is so bad. Gordo had a great line when they were at this shootout, though. And he says, you know, his parents don't like realistic depictions of violence. And there are so many things on Lizzie McGuire that I definitely didn't pick up on as a child that now I'm like, oh, my goodness, they went there. And that was one of them for sure. That was a line I completely missed. Not even like because, you know, Mm -hmm. eight year old, you would have never even thought about it. But now looking back, you're like, oh, what a line. Yep. Gordo, Miranda, and Lizzie, they go get popcorn at one point. Lizzie meets a boy who works at the the ranch place, um, Grubby Long John's. His name is Hezekiah, but not really. That's what his name tag says. His real name is Corey. And then Gordo meets Clementine, which is actually her real name. And he's like, what's your real name? And she's like, it's Clementine. Oh, gosh. When I said that, I was like, Mm -hmm. Gordo... So Corey kind of asks Lizzie if she wants to go out on a date, and then it's going to be Gordo and Clementine. It's going to be a double date, and Miranda, you know, is all alone. But Clementine says her brother Heath will hang out with Miranda. So it's like a triple little date, and they're going to go to the mall, and they're all excited. Now that date is going to be at 7.30, and then we find out that Sam, Lizzie's dad, has gotten everyone tickets to Grubby Long John's review. Joe says the tickets are impossible to get, which I thought was hilarious, because, (laughs) come on, they cannot be that hard to get. How exclusive are these tickets, really? Right, right. But of course, the review is at 7.30, the same time as their triple date situation. So Lizzie comes up with an idea, and they're going to act like they're really enjoying themselves at Grubby Long John's. And then they're going to pretend to be sick instead of going to the review, and then they'll go to the mall. Not a terrible idea, but things are going to play out a little differently, of course. So we see this sequence of them having fun or pretending to have fun. But we see them square dancing. They're going to do like a Western family photo. And whenever they're going to do this photo, we see an old family photo of the Maguires on the wall. And I loved the Photoshop, like where they just slapped on Lizzie and Matt's heads. Yeah, that was some some real good Photoshop right there. <laughs> yeah. But whenever, but when Lizzie sees that photo, they kind of start reminiscing on their family trips to Grubby Long John's. And Lizzie realizes that she had a good time growing up and going to this place. And her parents start to talk about how the kids are growing up and the days are flying by. And it's just like, oh, I see where this is going. Like, Lizzie's going to feel bad. So literally right after that happens, the kids decide to act sick. And, you know, the parents believe it. And they get out of, you know, having to go to the review. So then it's time for the date. And when the kids go meet uh, Corey and Clementine, Heath is not there. And Miranda's like, you know, "Uh, where is he? And he doesn't exist or something. And Clementine says he has to finish working out. And Miranda's very happy. She's like, my guy works out. Mine works out. I was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot. Y'all are in middle school. That's what I'm saying. They're 14, (laughs) you know. 
But it's at this moment that Lizzie starts to worry that she's missing out with her family. And we see her kind of looking across the way to the wherever the old time review is, you know. Oh, there's actually like a little rewind moment. And it turns out she doesn't go to the mall. She goes to the review instead, which we got to talk about that because Matt is out. He is in a food coma while they're sitting there. When Lizzie shows up, she tells her parents, you know, this might be the last chance to see the review. But then she talks about how there are lots of first things coming, too. She talks about her prom dress shopping, driving, college tuition, which I was just like, oh, my goodness, Lizzie, slow down a little bit. But also very true because time does fly by. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the episode here, they sing Oh, Susanna, back to kind of what we were hearing at the beginning uh, with the banjo on my knee. And then we see a montage of lots of awkward pictures from the trip. And I mean, they were very awkward pictures. And that's kind of the end of the episode. And I love this episode. Like, I can see why people, obviously, I think one of the reasons why it sticks out in people's memory is because it's so different. And, you know, they were on like a trip. They weren't at school, just a different environment. So there's that. But I just, I love it. Like, I love seeing kind of Lizzie's heart on display in this episode. And it's a good one. I really loved it, too. Like, on it, like even just seeing, you know, seeing Lizzie from, like, episode one, very first episode to now, just seeing, like, even that kind of a growth. I don't know. It was just nice to see have that little heartfelt moment. 100%. And a good reminder for us to kind of take in the moment and stop and smell the roses when we can and not just blow through everything. So, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Our next episode, Vanessa, is called The Greatest Crush of All. It premiered on March 21st, 2003. So the first thing that I wrote about this, actually, before we get into the main storyline, is that the chimpanzee is back in this episode, Fredo. He's in several episodes, actually. But in this episode, the Maguires are going to babysit the chimp, and Matt and Fredo are going to have to get along. And we'll talk about how that goes down. I want a Fredo. Mm -hmm. Fredo. (laughs) Yep. So for Lizzie's story in this episode, there's a new substitute at school, and Lizzie and Miranda are crushing hard. I mean, all the girls are really crushing hard. And his name is Mr. Keith. He's British. We find out that none of the girls can talk in class. They are completely tongue-tied. What do you think about Mr. Keith? He is very cute. Like, I would have loved to have had him be my substitute teacher for a while. Okay. And the accent, I was here for it. All right, Mr. Keith. Well, some notes that I made here, whenever Mr. Keith, like, asks Miranda about, you know, what they're studying in class, she says they're doing fractions, which is hilarious because they're in English class. So she is clearly smitten. And then Lizzie says, you know, we're doing poetry. And Mr. Keith quotes a poet, Robert Burns. And there's a Britney Spears reference here, too, which I'm forgetting. What was the reference? Wait, where are your notes? <laughs> I, I wrote a note. But see, see, okay, so most of the time I watch these episodes the day of the podcast, so they're super fresh in my memory. But a little behind-the-scenes tidbit here for listeners. Our friend Kaylee, actually, Vanessa, oh, okay. she watched the wrong episodes. <laughs> and so it's been a minute since I've watched these. Like, I had to switch things around. Okay. Back to Matt for a second. So Fredo becomes Matt's little bro. He says something like, well, I guess if I can put up with Lizzie, I can put up with a chimp. And as the episode goes on, we do see that Matt and Fredo get along. And it is kind of sweet. It's cute. So on Lizzie's side of things, the girls are trying to impress Mr. Keith. And Lizzie, like, gets a good grade. And Miranda gives him a book. And Lizzie isn't happy. And I love how animated Lizzie was like, Miranda must be destroyed. And it's just, (laughs) it's so, you know over the top in this episode, um, how these girls are getting into a fight. And it's like Kate and Veruca are also, you know, fighting over him. So it's like a total cat fight. 
fast forward a little bit. So so there's going to be a Robert Burns festival in town. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, Robert Burns is the poet that they're studying. And Mr. Keith, like, invites everyone. He's going to do a reading. Of course, all the girls are in, but they have to, like, dress the part. And Robert Burns, I guess, is Scottish, I believe. And so Lizzie wears a plaid Scottish skirt, and she has, like, this white turtleneck and a little plaid beret. That outfit, that was the main thing I remembered from this episode. Not even going to lie. I would wear that outfit. It looked so cute. Maybe not the beret, but it looked very cute and very, like, what I would wear back in the day. Oh, yes. But before Lizzie goes to this festival, Fredo is playing football with Sam and Matt, and Sam gets hit in the nose and has to go to the emergency room, so things got serious really fast here. And then Lizzie has to take care of Fredo. She puts a little beret hat on Fredo, which I thought was so cute, but I was also, did we just randomly have a little hat for him? It was like an extra one just for him. Mm Mm-hmm. So when Lizzie shows up, she actually gets Gordo to watch Fredo while she's going to go inside and watch Mr. Keith. When Mr. Keith is about to do his reading, Gordo comes back and he's like, Fredo's gone. And Lizzie goes to help find him. And then she misses Mr. Keith, which is which is really sad for her. Eventually, they find Fredo. He has climbed the rope in gym class. And then Lizzie has to go get Miranda to help her get him down because I guess Miranda's the one who knows how to climb the rope. All of a sudden, this super jock, I guess. <laughs> hmm It was nice. Even though they had been fighting during this episode over the sub, Miranda decides to go help her friend. Um, let's talk about what goes down in this reading, though, because there's pushing and then food flies everywhere and it's just a mess. And Mr. Keith, his reading is just ruined, honestly. So I know, like he's, and even though like all the madness is going around, poor guy, he is still trying to read, read out his poem, trying to be a trooper. So mm-hmm. props to him for trying mm-hmm. to keep going with that. It turns out that Fredo had climbed down the rope by himself by the time that Lizzie and Miranda got back to the gym. But then the friends, you know, they make up and they kind of apologize to each other. And then we get this strange moment, I feel like, at the end of the episode where Mr. Keith comes up to Lizzie and Miranda and thanks them for not being a part of the madness. And he says that they seem immune to the middle school crushes and that they seem grown up, which I was just like, I don't know how I feel about Mr. Keith addressing the fact that the girls have crushes on him. Uh... It was a little weird on his part, I will agree. And also, I thought it was pretty funny because I'm like, oh, Mr. Keith, like, if you would know, these two are the probably most boy-crazy ones at the school. Oh, right, right, right. But as things end here, Lizzie and Miranda promise to never fight over a guy. The last note I made about this episode, I wrote down, what happened to Sam? Because remember, he went to the emergency room and we never found out what happened. Poor Sam. He probably still in the emergency room and we're just over here like, oh, bye, Mr. Keith. And that is that episode, definitely not my favorite of these five and not one of the most memorable, but I do love Lizzie's little Scottish, you know, outfit for sure. That and Fredo are probably the most my favorite things of the episode. Moving right along here, Vanessa, the next episode is called Grand Ol' Grandma. It premiered April 4th, 2003. And this episode guest stars Doris Roberts from Everybody Loves Raymond. And and she is playing Gordo's grandma. I love this episode. I thought it was, first of all, I remember growing up, I had seen Everybody Loves Raymond. So when I saw this character and then seeing her be Gordo's grandma, oh, I loved this episode for them. Yes. Um, she did pass away a few years ago, though. So sad to say that for sure. 
So Gordo's grandma is coming to town and he's really talking her up to Lizzie and Miranda. And he's like, she's a great baker. She makes great brisket. And she calls him David because remember, his name is David Gordon. But when they meet up with grandma, things are a little off. And she's like, call me gorgeous. And Gordo starts to think that something is different. And she calls him Gordo instead of David. And it's like, what is going on? So the other storyline in this episode, it's not a Matt storyline. It's like Lizzie and Matt kind of get their own storyline and Gordo gets his. But but Lizzie's parents are actually sick in this episode. And while Joe and Sam are sick, like Lizzie and Matt are having a blast and the house is a mess. But it was nice to kind of see Lizzie and Matt getting along for a minute in this way and like having a good time and, you know, no parents, no rules. Like I, I enjoyed that for sure. There was one part where Matt was like rollerblading and like Lizzie just, she was like, all right, yeah, do the thing. Not a big deal. Seeing them to just kind of like, you know, be super relaxed and just kind of easy going, just kind of take advantage of that time with mom and dad being away or upstairs. That was a nice little switch up from what we usually see with them bickering all the time. Yep. But basically like Joe and Sam spend the whole episode in the bed. Meanwhile, Gordo is just stressed over his new grandma. And he actually shows Gorgeous some old family photos to kind of bring back some memories. And she says that they had good times, but they're going to have even more fun now. She invites Gordo to go snowboarding, and he's like, well, I have school. I have responsibilities. And I'm like, Gordo, go. Like, she's letting you see up school. Get out of there. I understand. You know, we all know Gordo's character. He's more like by the book like rule following person but you know every once in a while i'm like gordo Mm -hmm. come on let's just let loose have a little fun live dangerously like do what gorgeous is doing so that part i was kind of like a little a little annoyed i was like come on gordo and even like lizzie says like what your grandma's super cool like why not yeah and gordo basically tells lizzie and miranda you know gorgeous should be knitting and he wants her to be there for him like she used to be and I can feel for him, but, you know, at the same time, I'm like, no, Gordo, go have adventures. Um, Now, eventually, Gorgeous shows up to Lizzie's house, and she's looking for Gordo. Now, mind you, the McGuire home is a mess because it's just been Lizzie and Matt running around, no rules, and the parents have been upstairs. We get another Brittany reference here, actually, Vanessa, and... Gorgeous says something about Ginger Rogers, and she's like, she's the Britney of your generation. So Yes, I remember that line. So we love Britney, clearly. And Lizzie basically has a heart-to-heart with Gorgeous here, and Gorgeous is saying, you know, my kids are grown now, and I'm getting to do all the fun things I wanted to do. And Lizzie tells her, my Gammy McGuire likes to do fun things too, but she still takes care of me. And Lizzie eventually, you know, tells Gorgeous, like, Gordo misses the old grandma. Gordo happens to be eavesdropping. Like, he happens to have shown up to Lizzie's house and he hears what's going on. When Gorgeous hears this, like, she's like, I had no idea. And she snaps back into grandma mode quickly because Joe comes downstairs sick and she's like, I'm going to take care of things here. And she really does. Like, she whips Matt into shape and it's just like, we're going to clean this place up, which she does. Uh, And then Gordo comes in and he and his grandmother, like, have a moment, and it's really sweet. And and Gorgeous tells Gordo, you know, I'm going to take a trip across the country. She invites him, but he says it sounds like an adventure. And that's really all we hear about it. Like, we don't hear whether he said yes. We don't hear him say no. He's just like, sounds like an adventure. I love how things end with Lizzie. So Sam and Joe, they feel better. The house is back in order. And Joe thanks Lizzie for, like, taking care of her and everything. But... She says something about how, like, I remember this old lady who came here and Lizzie plays it off because she wants to take full credit for, like, keeping the house in order. And then as 
Sam and Joe walk off, they say something about how, like, tell Gordo's grandmother thank you or something. And so they really knew what was going on. And Matt and Lizzie get grounded. And I thought that was great. You know, Sam and Joe. I went through that episode kind of fast there, Vanessa. But definitely a super memorable one. Love Doris Roberts here. And it's a good episode for sure. It was a nice one to see. Definitely a nice one to have another new character pop up. One that you don't see too often. Gordo's grandma. Sweet, gorgeous. Sweet, gorgeous. We have one more episode to get to here. It is called My Fair Larry, which is a take on My Fair Lady. And it premiered on May 16th, 2003. The premise of this episode is that Miranda is having a party, which is huge, of course. Lizzie is excited to help plan yet another Britney reference because she says something like, we need to get Britney's makeup artist or something. So we love Britney. Miranda makes a long list of people to invite But Larry Tudgman is not going to be on her guest list. And Lizzie is like, you know, Larry's not on the list. And Miranda immediately stops her and she's like, no, he's not invited. He'll ruin it. And Lizzie is concerned, which, again, I love when we see Lizzie, like, have her heart. Like, Lizzie's heart is so big. And so she always, like, cares about other people's feelings. And that's the case here, too. She feels bad for Larry not getting invited. This part really hurt my heart. I was like, oh. I like, you know, Larry's obviously a little, little bit of a character, but Larry's Larry. You can't have you know, a little gathering without Larry. Touch. Touch. <laughs> I love his confidence, though, for being, for him knowing like where he stands on the social status of school. Like, I love his confidence. Yeah, and it is sad though because he comes up to Miranda and Lizzie, and he's like, Miranda, you know, wanted to save you the time and just come to you and get my invite and. Miranda, you know, kind of breaks the news like, I thought you wouldn't want to come. So, you know, you're not invited. And it was sad. It's like a wounded cat. He's like trying to shrug it off. Like, oh, like, yeah, I have a star fleet meeting anyway. So, yeah, I didn't want to go. So that, yeah, just that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So Lizzie feels bad. The Matt storyline in this episode, I actually really like. Matt and Melina at school, they have to do this project with seniors, and they're going to have to hang out with two senior citizens. And they get paired up with Mo and Marge, who are basically the older version of Matt and Melina. And neither party here wants to be a part of, of this situation, but I just love how this unfolded. So Mo and Marge actually go over to Matt's house, and I love when Joe and Sam walk in the room, and Joe yells at them, and Marge says, lady, I'm old, not deaf. And then they also turn down Joe's dinner invite and they take the kids out. And then we get this great scene where they are just having so much fun together and they have this fake squirrel and they're doing like a little, uh, they're doing pranks on people. And I've definitely remembered that squirrel for sure. I thought it was so cool whenever like in the episode, he's throwing his voice in my head whenever I was watching that back in the day. I was like, oh my gosh, how do I throw my voice? And I like remember put a, I remember, oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. I remember I would put a stuffed animal and I would pretend or like try to throw my voice however he did it. But I mean, obviously it didn't and never worked. My brother always found me. I would practice so hard to try to do what uh, Mo did. I'm telling you, Lizzie's impact though. <laughs> But basically, Matt, Melina, Mo, and Marv become great friends, and they actually have to sneak Mo and Marv back into the retirement home because they kept them out after their curfew, and they use the squirrel to scare the security guard. And I was like, um, what kind of security guard is this right now who just ran away? But Mo gives Matt the the squirrel to keep in the end, and 
Yeah, that's basically their storyline, but it was a good one. I really liked Matt. I liked his storyline for this episode. It was a very sweet one. I definitely appreciated them. And also, like, having them be, like, the two older versions of them, seeing how she is with her husband, how how, uh, Melina is with Matt. I love that one. Back over to the party storyline. Okay. Miranda is stressed about this party, and Lizzie is stressed about Larry not being invited. And Lizzie kind of talks to Gordo about how, you know, Uh, She actually says, remember when you weren't invited to Danny Kessler's pool party? And that is a reference to episode four of season one, which is called Pool Party. And it was really the pilot episode of the series. It just aired fourth. But so it kind of took Gordo back and Lizzie's like, you know, that's how Larry feels right now. And then Gordo speaks up and says, well, it's not like you could disguise him and sneak him in. And then Lizzie gets an idea. They're going to disguise Larry. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is how we get into the My Fair Lady storyline. Because that play and movie and whatnot, it's kind of a similar situation where they're trying to reinvent someone. So Larry actually kind of reluctantly accepts Lizzie and Gordo's offer to transform him there. But Lizzie gives him a makeover. And we try out all of these different looks. And the look that they end up going with, Vanessa, I was getting Justin Timberlake vibes. I was honestly a big fan of it like the hair like that little a little bit of highlights in it got the sunglasses going the jacket like justin timberlake for sure jt now when we get to the party miranda apologizes to lizzie for being so stressed out but she asks who's the hottie with gordo and it's really larry miranda actually goes to talk to larry and he says his name is lawrence and he asks Miranda to dance. And at this point, Lizzie's kind of freaking out because she's like, I thought Larry would just lay low. And now she's worried Miranda is going to find out. Which Miranda does. She dances with Larry. Larry gets a little flirty. And then he reveals himself. And Miranda screams. She's immediately mad at Lizzie. I'm not really feeling that. Like, Miranda needs to calm down. But even though whenever like she finds out... Or she screams and everyone finds out that it's Larry. Even Kate was like, ooh, like, who's your, keep your stylist. Like, we also liked Larry at that moment. We're like, you know what? This is a good look for Larry. Yes. I, I made a note about how Kate said that too. Yeah. <laughs> but Miranda comes to her senses as she's kind of going off on Lizzie. And she's like, Larry shouldn't have disguised himself because I should have invited him. And she apologizes to Larry and Lizzie. And she says, now that everyone is here, it can be the perfect party. So, of course, we wrap up everything in 22 minutes and all's well, it ends well. But I think the message here is just about, like, not excluding people, which is something that happens in middle school. (laughs) But I have to say, like, overall, I liked this episode for sure. Honestly, I always like the makeover episodes. So whenever this, this is definitely one that stands out to me a lot. And just because I feel like Larry definitely looked very handsome in that last scene of his whenever he was as going as Lawrence. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Vanessa, those are our five episodes. And as we finish up here, I mean, just overall, how do you feel about these five episodes and the series in general, you know, a big part of our childhood? Any, I mean, I know this brought back a lot of nostalgia for you. Honestly, it very, like, it definitely did. Like, I I think it was just a good little, like, segment to see of all, like, all the Lizzie McGuire series. Like, you saw a little bit of Gordo that was focused on. You saw the whole family with going to Grubby Gulch um, and then Miranda with, Uh, this party just a little bit of everybody that's in the show so I feel like these five were pretty good to see but it's definitely nice to go back and feel the old like the nostalgia of it all and just kind of see how looking back at at my life now I mean yeah it's a series but looking at back at my life now since I've seen these episodes just how a lot of things 
um, were similar and how I did have some, you know, uh, same situations that Lizzie had gone through. So so relatable for sure and I mean I can see why the show was such a big hit and why we all just related so well to Lizzie all right well Vanessa this has been so much fun I'm glad you got to be on the podcast well thank you for having me I loved watching the episodes and I love God getting to talking to you wit absolutely we got to catch up more it's been a minute yes we will all right well thanks for being on thank you for having me wit And before I wrap things up today, I want to share another edition of From Team Duff with Love, the fans' love letters to our girl, HD. Here's what Rachel had to say. So I'm just, like, really proud of her, and I think it's great to be a fan of her. Like, just with whatever she does, she's so talented. I just think she's a great, like, role model, and just the way she is so positive and encouraging, and she doesn't really fall in with the bad crowd of like Hollywood and and all that and I think she's a great mom because she just gives like a hundred percent to whatever she's doing and it's so cool and I'm really excited just to follow whatever she does in the future and so yeah that's my story And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye Team Duff. Duff.